City. Hill City. Hill City. audience members we're gonna start off with a little morning time here's a way that you can wake up your kids this morning Mm -hmm. in the month of march when you go into your child's room say good morning it's time to hop out of bed and follow jesus who's going to say kind words today we are Mm -hmm. who's going to help people today we are we are (laughs) who's going to share today We we are we can follow jesus that's right it is Cara Robinson, next-gen pastor of Hill City Church, joined by Lauren the fabulous, Gallagher. amazing friend, confidant. This is very dramatic. Co-worker, partner in crime. <laughs> light on the crime. Yeah. Heavy on the co. It's Lauren Galloway. <laughs> Hello, friends. How are you? <laughs> and I love... Our theme for March, our precious little follow the leader theme. It's going to support the basic truth in our preschool environments of Jesus wants to be my friend forever. Mm -hmm. There are three truths that we want our zero to five-year-olds to have in their hearts by the time they leave for elementary school, and that's that God made them, God loves them, Mm -hmm. and Jesus wants to be their friend forever. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about the Bible stories we're doing? Yeah. Love so tell it. Us okay. how we're supporting this theme this month. Yeah. So March is kind of a funny one because we have five weeks. <clears throat> but so we have four Bible stories and then just like one wrap up week kind of just talking about the main theme. Um, so if you have a kiddo in the treehouse, they'll first be talking about John the Baptist and how he baptized Jesus. And he's the one who initially told everyone to follow Jesus. You know why I like this one? Why? pause okay um because john the baptist is a leader yep but he's also a follower that's a yeah that's a really good point and to be a good leader you also have to follow mm-hmm. so i like how they start off with that one yeah that's a really good point because people were following john first right yeah 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 and then week two it's all about the fishermen um so andrew peter james and john he like tells them tells them to follow him and become fishers of men um and they hop off the boat and just follow him. Um, and then he recruits Matthew in week three, the tax collector. And then week four is when he, um, <clears throat> when we talk about how he like assembled all the disciples together, the 12. And then week five, um, how Jesus loves everyone and he wants us to love everyone the way he does. So good. Yeah. And then um, for some easy ways for you guys to talk to your kiddos about this this month, um, in your driving time, you know, to school, back home, all of that, um, you can ask your kids, what color is the car that we're following? Or, oh, that's good. <clears throat> yeah. Who are, who are we following right now? Is it a truck? Is it um, a car? Asking them that kind of thing. And then just driving home that um, we follow Jesus and we love people the way that he loves us. And that's how we can follow him. Yeah. And then in the bath this month, this is really easy and like kids will think this is hilarious. Um, Just getting two figurines. um, They can be animals. They can be little people. um, And having them copy what you do. And then giving them a turn to you copy them with what they're doing. So they can be swimming. They can jump and walk and all of that. Yeah. 
with the theme this month, it really does allow some great play options mm-hmm. with the whole follow the leader thing. I know right. my kids are grown, but they still, I mean, they're right. grown, grown. Compared <laughs> to preschool, they're grown. Um, they still love playing follow leader. Mm-hmm. And my daughter will often, like if we have music playing, she'll do dance moves and then she'll want me to like mimic mm-hmm. her, copy her dance yeah. moves. Um, which is so fun. Mm-hmm. And then even um, getting the train tracks out and putting trains down on the track. Yeah. And, you know, having them follow the track um, is a good way to play and mm-hmm. kind of talk about the theme. Um, and I just think it's so important that we as parents remember, there's a famous quote, I can't remember who said it, but okay. how play is the work of a child. Oh, I think it was Einstein, actually. Oh, okay. Literally, I nice. Think, yeah, you know, one of those basic. Or it might even be lines. Ro- Fred Rogers too. He like oh, was quoting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's so important. Kids need to learn through play. They learn better right. through play at mm-hmm. this age. Um, it's so hands on, and is also situational play is so good. So while you have trains out or cars out. Um, and while they're following the track or following the road, you know, talk about even when you're in the car driving, how we have to follow the road, mm-hmm. you know, and obey the speed limits and where the road goes um, is great just to organically talk about the blessings we get by following Jesus mm-hmm. um, and why that's important um, to follow him. And that even when we don't see the blessings of it, how it's important to keep following Jesus. Right. Um, but this great zero to five-year-old ways just to kind of naturally incorporate yeah like games you already do probably yeah yeah definitely and i like the song for this month me too it's called follow on and again you can tell alexa or look up on spotify mm-hmm. um to listen to orange kids music yep and it'll play a bunch of stuff we use in our preschool and our elementary environments and it's music that you should actually enjoy listening yes, to you really will so take a listen to this month's song Follow on. For March, um, with this theme that we're using about following Jesus, um, in Matthew 4, verse 19, it says, come and follow me, Jesus says. That's their memory verse for the month. Um, but to go along with that, it's also a great time for parents just to naturally kind of pause and look at how you are teaching your child um, to be a leader mm-hmm. and things that good leaders do. Good leaders are also good followers, we mentioned. Um, and also to think about obedience. Yeah. Um, how are you teaching your child to obey? Um, it's a good time just to kind of take stock. <laughs> yeah. Of, how is that going for you? <laughs> right? You yeah. parents of preschoolers. <laughs> How's it going, guys? <laughs> With the first time obedience. Um, so as usual, I know Lauren and I love children's books. Mm-hmm. And books are a great way, again, to organically talk about um, 
values and morality and talk about the Lord with your kids. Um, and there are some great books out there that are that set you up well mm-hmm. to talk about leadership. A new one that I just saw in my Instagram feed the other day. Oh, fun. Which just proves that they listen to you. They are. And I figured out how. You have to turn off your microphone or you have to shut down the app altogether. So like really? if you if you just close it, and it's still kind of on. Yeah. It is literally using your microphone to listen to, to you. To filter things that you will like. Yes. Well, sometimes I like that. And here's sure. an instance why. <laughs> because it gave me a great book suggestion. Yeah. Um, there's a book called She Believed. And it's 12 stories of courageous women of faith who changed the world. Fun. So people like Mother Teresa, um, Florence Nightingale mm-hmm. is another one. Um, but they're women of faith. And how their faith encouraged them to be good leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our girls in particular, I think yeah. that's super important. But also for your boys, mm-hmm. like to to recognize female leadership. Right. I think it's great. Yeah. And we learn about men all the time. Um, yeah. Like girls are learning about famous and important men. And so it's it's good for everyone to learn about famous and important women too. So good. Yeah. Um, what books do you like to use to teach your kids these things? Yeah. So mine are more like picture books. <clears throat> um, the first one I that came to my mind um, was Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus. And if you haven't read that one, it's really funny. There, The bus driver talks to this group of kiddos on the bus. And, he, and the last thing he says to them is, whatever you do, don't let the pigeon drive the bus. That's funny. And the pigeon. Is it the same author as the elephant and piggy books? Yes. Oh, I love that guy. Mo Willems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the pigeon has this huge arsenal of how he's going to convince these kids to let him Hysterical. drive the bus. Hysterical. He throws a tantrum. He whines. He pleads. He begs. And the kids listen and don't let him drive the bus. So. It's good. I like that. Yeah. That's a sneaky way to teach your child that just because you throw you throw fit, <laughs> yeah, you don't get what you want. Our kids kindergarten teacher would say, "You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit." I have commandeered that and used that in my own house. Oh my word! Yep. <laughs> cool. What's another one? Um, there's a book called "What If Everybody Did That," and that one isn't specifically like obey the rules but it's more about being a good leader Mm -hmm. and like a good citizen and so um like the picture of the cover is a little boy littering and so you ask the question what if everybody did that yeah that's good and it goes through lots of different scenarios um about you know just kind of like common understood cultural things that you don't do Right? To be kind. So good. Yeah. And then the last one was a Bible story that I like love and feel like talks specifically to obedience and it's Jonah and the whale. Definitely. Yeah. And, or Jonah and the fish. Um, Right. Kids love that story. They cannot believe that Jonah was in the the belly of the whale. Um, Their mind is blown. And so just talking about how Jonah didn't obey and this is what happened. Um, And that isn't to say that like, if you don't obey, you get punished. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are consequences for it. And so keeping that in mind and just reading that fun story with them. That's so good. Yeah. And it's also good um, to use to point out how there are like positive consequences mm-hmm. for when we do obey. Right. Like him being a part of all the people of Nineveh's, mm-hmm. you know, reliance on God. Right. Um, and how cool is that to see what God can do and be a blessing right. for a part of that. Because it talks about how he was moved, like when he saw all the people mm-hmm. putting their faith in the Lord. Right. But if he wouldn't have obeyed, he would have missed out on that. Exactly. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Makes me think about this book that we had when I was pregnant with Riley. Mm-hmm. 
and read to Riley. That's my oldest, who's 12. When I was pregnant with him, I taught at school. And oftentimes, whenever they would like be getting rid of books that like kids just didn't check out, like to make, you know, more room on the shelves for new books coming in, they would put all these books and boxes in our teacher workroom. And like a little sign that's like, feel free to go through and find one. And so whenever I was making copies, I would go through there and thumb through books because I love books. And so I saw this old one. I cannot remember the name of the author. Okay. Um, it was probably in print like in the 70s. Okay. Um, but it's called Lentil. Lentil. And that's the name of the boy. Mm-hmm. And we, I was drawn to it because that's what we called Riley mm-hmm. when he was in my belly. Because he, when we found out, he was the size of a lentil bean. Okay. So we called him Lentil. Yeah. Because um, we weren't finding out the sex, um, yeah. boy or girl. So we just always referred to the baby as Lentil. Um, and so Lentil really wants to be a part of the band um, okay. in his hometown. But he can't whistle. Like he can't pucker his lips. Okay. So he can't like play certain things because he just can't do it but he can play the harmonica okay and so he ends up kind of saving the day of his hometown because of his harmonica playing okay um so to me it's like a great book on being a leader because not everyone is wired up the same way to lead we use our gifts and strengths that we're blessed with to lead and that's what lentil did that's awesome so good i also cannot whistle lentil oh you can't whistle no <laughs> huh. I whistle by blowing out. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do, I think. Yeah, that's good. I cannot. I see. I thought that you had to blow in, which I can't do. Are you sure you're not whistling over there? I mean, a tiny bit, but it's like really breathy. <laughs> like, there's no meat to it. There's no meat to the whistle. My brother-in-law, he is a Disney quality whistler. That's awesome. Like, so good. Like, different notes and pitches. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. like, can do the little trill, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He should be um, a seven dwarf. <laughs> okay. They whistle while they work. Yeah. He is a great whistler. That's yeah. Awesome. So if anyone from Disney is listening to this podcast. We've got a whistler for Ryan you. Ryan Robinson. <laughs> Look him up. Connect with me. You're missing out on his whistle. You'll be blessed. Love it. All right. Um, so some other ways that we can teach kids about being a good leader um, or about obedience um, in and of itself. We had family rules. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that the general rule of thumb is that you need, um, you need, you should only have one, if you're going to do rules, have one rule per age mm-hmm. of the child and add one. So um, we had a little, because I love, are they, what are they, like acrostic, they make a word. An anagram? Yeah. Okay. That. What you said. Okay. <laughs> um, so you would say Robinson's Rock. So okay. before we drop him off at school or go to a play date, we would say, remember, Robinson's Rock. And that was reminding kids that um, R is respect. We respect others. O is obey. Mm-hmm. C is clean up. We always want to leave places better than how we found it. And K is kind. And mm-hmm. we're kind with our words and our body. Yep. And then if it was just like one-on-one, um, I would say like, well, Lucy rocks. You know, mm-hmm. and so the S was like tying in self-control. Okay. So that's what we did as just like a little reminder. These are the expectations for you no matter where you go every day. Yeah. You respect, obey, clean up, kind, and have self-control. It's so good. I love it so much. So. Yeah. So far it's worked. <laughs> we'll see. That's great. I love it. Um, also, there's this great Andy Stanley podcast. If you ever listen to his leadership podcast. Mm-hmm. 
where he talks about um, they really only have one mm. rule in their home, okay. and it's honor. Honor. We okay. honor one another. So um, if someone doesn't put, like, they leave dirty dishes in the sink or whatever, you're constantly supposed to think, how can I best honor mm. my mother or my family member? And that's like, well, cleaning up my dirty dishes and putting it in the sink. Okay. Um, if, you know, someone's yelling at you, having an argument, you know, are my words and my speech, are they honoring mm-hmm. to this person? Um, because their whole premise is if we constantly filter our words and actions through honoring someone, mm-hmm. you don't need like a bajillion rules. Right. It's, yeah. You just need one. Like right. we, we honor each other. Mm-hmm. So if I borrow the car and take the car out, but like I bring it back and it's trashed or mm-hmm. it's on E, you know, it's like, well, that's not honoring. You know, I should fill it up before I right. bring it back. I like that too. Yeah. That's really so they good. just have one. Yeah. Which after I heard that podcast, I was like, thanks, Andy. <laughs> My Robinson's rock. <laughs> I seen it one the whole time. So um, also, before um, one thing that really helped us a lot is explaining to kids what it means. So, for example, if I said I need you to be patient, mm-hmm. what does that look like? So, yep. explaining to kids what being patient looks like, mm-hmm. and we would say patience means waiting quietly. Okay, um, it doesn't mean pulling on my shirt mm-hmm. are we there yet are we there yet when's there i'm tired of i'm tired of waiting in line that's not right. waiting quietly mm-hmm. um and so like modeling that telling them this is what to expect so whenever we would have to wait somewhere i immediately think about the post office because what a dreadful <laughs> yeah. place with a child and so um the rule was when we wait you need to pick a tile like pick a square stand in the square Mm -hmm. um, and fold your hands. Yeah. Because then that keeps them from touching stuff. Right, because there's like greeting cards all on the wall and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. and Or if you're online, like at Target, like it's there, all the candy. And Mm -hmm. I would get vexed. Like, you know, like, (laughs) don't touch that. Put that back. Don't. So it was you pick a tile, pick a square, stand in the square and fold your hands. Mm -hmm. And that was like the expectation. Right. Um, And then sometimes you need extrinsic rewards for things. Sure. Right. So if I had like gum in my purse or a lollipop or something i'd be like if you can do this if you can wait quietly wait patiently yeah um then when we get back in the car you know i can give you a lollipop yeah i wouldn't introduce that unless your kid needs it because sometimes that can be opening a can Mm -hmm. but um but anyway that's what we would do (laughs) yeah i really like role playing in general um because it's effective it shows kids exactly what you expect of them, mm-hmm. which is a problem. I think um, we forget that kids are born with no knowledge, right? Right. And so you have to teach them how to do everything, and that includes waiting patiently um, or anything else. Like if you if you walked up to a dog and said sit, and the dog didn't sit, you would expect that you need to teach him how to do it. That's you, a great example. Yeah, and so I think we put um, high expectations on our kids, which is good, but we haven't done the legwork to actually have the good outcome from that. That's so good. Yeah, um, and role play is so great because it's a safe place for them to make mistakes. Right. And um, I, I personally learn by seeing mistakes a lot. Like I'll sometimes ask my professors, can you give me some examples of a wrong way to fill this out? Ooh. So yeah. that I can say, oh, that's that's why it's wrong. Um, so <clears throat> you could say, is this waiting patiently? And like tap your foot mm-hmm. and like roll your eyes and stuff like that. And just do it like that to help them figure out exactly what you are asking them to do. 
um, our we had some mentors when we lived in Charleston, South Carolina, that taught a parenting class. Mm-hmm. They wrote a very famous parenting book series. <laughs> anyway. Um, that will remain nameless. That will remain nameless. <laughs> but they're great. And, like, so we had them, like, yeah. teach this class. You know, how often can you take a class from the authors that wrote the book, right? Yep. And so we asked them questions all the time. Right. And their big thing was you cannot punish a child for not meeting an expectation that you have not clearly explained mm-hmm. or um, falling short of um, a rule that you have not set. Right. So, for example, they used to live in California. Okay. And they had all these grapefruit trees mm-hmm. in their backyard. And he said, with grapefruit, you can't pick them before they ripe, before okay. they're ripened. Like they won't ripe They after will that. not continue okay. to ripen once they're picked. Okay. So you have to wait to okay. like just the right time. And so um, they had a bunch of people over for dinner one night um, that had kids and stuff. And so they like turned them loose in their backyard to go play. Mm-hmm. And then um, at the end of the evening, they, you know, came back and they had picked all the grapefruit. <laughs> Shoot. And so um, they were like frustrated, mm-hmm. but they hadn't like clearly right. defined the expectation, yeah. you know, and like the kids, you know, like before, like have experience of like picking like apples or whatever, and like they continue to ripen. It's no big deal. Right. But like with the grapefruit, you can't do that. And so they were just very clear of before you can punish a child for like you need to make sure they know what the rule is or what the expectation is it isn't fair right for you to give them a negative consequence Mm -hmm. if they had no previous knowledge or understanding that they were doing something wrong right um which i was like oh my gosh like you're right how often do we have these expectations for kids that are not either age appropriate Mm -hmm. or that we haven't clearly defined yeah. what the expectation is so like if we ever ran errands before we would get out at target i would say like all right this is an errand just for mommy to get things for work right yeah. i'm not buying you anything mm-hmm. we're not getting a snack you're not getting a toy um this is just for me to get these things on this list mm-hmm. so do not ask me if we can go to the toy aisle and if you can have something do not ask um, while you're in the grocery cart, I expect for you to wait patiently. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do a good job, you know, when we get home, mm-hmm. you can go to so-and-so's house or we can play together, you know, for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You could watch a TV show. Like right. it would, I would, if they are doing what I ask them to do on my time, I will give them some of my time to right. spend doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, that is one way that I would clearly yeah. define the expectation. Um, They also said, they being the teachers of the class that I took, um, we would use blanket time. Mm -hmm. And so when we would go to people's houses, because that's, you know, also can be a frustrating time when you're going to someone's house and you bring your toddler. Yeah. And you're like, I just want to sit and have coffee with you or hang out. But I've got this thing that has hands that must touch everything. (laughs) Right? Rub them on walls. Yeah. They're so tactile. Um, Bring a blanket and the size of the blanket can be whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and put the blanket on the floor. And you would practice this at home first. Right. Yes. Like, don't practice it at your Nana's house with all the fine breakable china. Right. Another example of role play. Oh, my gosh. Do it at home. Yes. Yeah. And so, but put the blanket out and bring, like, two toys. Mm-hmm. Set them on the blanket and say, like, this is your play area. Mm-hmm. So, as long as you are on the blanket, we're good. And yeah. these are your toys to play with. Um, and even like when they're infants, yeah. you can start them on this. And yeah. then whenever they crawl off the blanket, 
you pick them up and you put them back on. Mm-hmm. And you would just start with a small amount of time first, you know, like a few minutes or five minutes, and right. then you can increase it. Yeah. But um, but that was something that would help us whenever I would want to go to someone's house, but would be like, oh my gosh, if you touch these things, <laughs> it is going to be over. You bring the blanket and you just, you practice blanket time. It would be the same thing with like a playpen with yeah. like playtime and the playpen. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't have to lug a playpen. Right. Exactly. That's mm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, what's super helpful is just punishing for the offense, mm-hmm. um, not, which means not having a consequence that doesn't make sense with what was done. So if you're saying this is more of like a four or five-year-old thing, but when it's time to go to turn off the TV, mm-hmm. um, if my kids whined and pitched a fit, then, okay, well, now you don't get to watch it for the rest of the morning. Mm-hmm. Or now you don't get to watch it for the rest of the day. Just right. be mindful not to overshoot your ability. Yeah. So, like. Yeah. Guard guard that TV, well, y'all. once you say it, <laughs> you have to do it, right? Because yeah. you want your parents to, or you want your parents. You want your children to know you're not full of empty threats. Yeah, they right? can trust you. Yes. And so when you say something, it's going to happen. So if you say, now you can't watch it for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. You can't turn it on once you say that. So I would always like under. I would be like for the morning. Yeah. Because I was going to need that thing. Yeah. For dinner. dinner. Right. Exactly. So I would say, okay, you know, you're whining. So now I'm turning it off and you don't get to watch it again for the rest of the day. Now we would maybe gone for the like rest of the day up until five o'clock, but they don't know that. Exactly. Yeah. So I would always like make sure I said it. Something I knew that I could handle. You can follow through on yeah. it. Yeah. Or like, well, now you're going to have to go to bed early. Like, make sure you are you don't have dinner plans with someone that night. Right. Yeah. Right? Where then it's like 9 p.m. and you're like, I said, you got to go, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of think. Yeah. Um, or if it's um, um, like making sure you have like a, a five-minute warning mm-hmm. with things. If they're not playing like they don't put their stuff away or they're still playing after you've given that warning Mm -hmm. okay well now I have to take the toy like you didn't put your trains away so now now I am taking the trains right when I ask you to put them away you need to obey yeah for Mac he leaves his Legos all over the house which is maybe a problem some of you listening also have and Mm -hmm. so the expectation is that he has to be responsible for them and they need to make it back to his room and so now if I find them I keep them oh yeah um and he like has to earn them back um yeah that's so so good yeah we do that we do allow the earning back of things yes we do that too um yeah I think that's helpful well and I think that that represents real life right yeah like Give your kids a little bit of grace in this obedience stuff just because think about yourself. Like how often do you make mistakes throughout the day and you are not punished, right, because you are responsible for yourself. And so they're learning and um, I really believe that they want to please you. And so if you treat them with respect and you're trustworthy, I think that um, giving them some grace will go a long way with that. Yeah. That's yeah. good. And sometimes there's um, natural consequences. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, also, on that note, timers help yeah. a lot. Um, and some kids are naturally wired to be flexible and some are not. Mm-hmm. So when you can give your kids a warning of like, hey, we're going to leave in 10 minutes mm-hmm. or and then like go back up. OK, five minute warning. Mm-hmm. But also then say what has to have happened in that five minutes. Like, right. 
Okay, so in five minutes, when I say time's up, I expect for like this to be clean or I expect for your shoes to be on. Mm -hmm. So when I would say five minute warning, kids would, my kids would know that meant that they needed to be downstairs at the front door with their shoes on. Okay. Ready to go. Mm -hmm. Now, that it it took training to get there. Right. So in the very beginning, it's going to be like five minutes. Now you need to clean up your toys. Right. Playtime is over. Or five minutes. Now we're going to be getting ready to leave your friend's house. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes kids feel like the rug is being pulled out from underneath them when you're like, all right, time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens, you know, like when you lose track of time and it's like, oh, my gosh, we got to get home. Yeah. Let's go. But in general, if you can give them like a countdown, that's super helpful. That's a good, clear, again, expectation for what's right. supposed to take place. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, also, there is no hiding. Can I tell you, <laughs> that infuriates me. When it's time to go, um, and now, ooh, this is fun. I have a little where are you game <laughs> to play. It yeah. drives me batty. So from the get-go, yeah. I've told my children, oh, no. There like, is none we of this. do not, unless I say, let's play hide and seek. <laughs> there is no hide from me. Yeah. The- when it's time. <laughs> nothing I'm serious nothing gets my goat <laughs> more than yeah it's time to go and now you're hiding my pet peeve is when I say it's time to go and my children go limp oh the limp noodle uh-huh I and did then, not miss that. And then I end up looking like a bad guy because I literally have to forcefully. Your child. Exactly. Like Ooh. I have to forcefully remove you. Right. Um, if we're ever oh, hanging out there. and your child is doing that, know that I am not judging you in the slightest because I get it. We are painfully <laughs> remembering <laughs> yeah. the limp noodle phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where Rosie is right now. She's oh my three. Gosh. And um, multiple times a day, I am like, okay, get your shoes on. I need you to stand up to put on your pants. And she... It's either mad and goes as a limp noodle or she thinks it's hilarious and goes as a limp noodle. Limp noodle. And you guys, I have to restrain myself. Good news. (laughs) Have a middle schooler. No longer limp noodle. Okay. Does he hide? Oh, my word, no. Okay. No, he does not hide. Okay. Yeah. So it does end eventually. (laughs) Yeah. I think once they realize things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. If they do that, then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> do not hide from me. I'm like, Jesus walking through the garden. Look for Adam and Eve. <laughs> Why are you hiding, you sinful children? <laughs> um, yeah. No. Oh, my okay. word, no. Now, there are, you know, some interesting things as a middle schooler that replaces <laughs> yeah. the hiding or the limp noodle phase. Okay. But, um... No, it's like that. That's so much better. I cannot handle limp noodle. Okay, yeah. My dog will limp noodle. Yes, she doesn't want to go to her crate. Poor thing. When I leave, tactic. (laughs) I have a harder time parenting my dog than I do my children. Well, that's because she's not like mean back to you, right? She's so cute. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um, tell me about this Yancey song. Oh yeah, this is one of my favorite songs to sing to my children when they're not obeying me. And I just sing it over them. And um, it's called, it's by Yancey and it's just called Obey. And it's so funny. It's like, I do like Yancey. Obey. Yeah. And I just sing it to them when they're arguing with me and they hate it, but I do it. And so it's funny. Awesome. 
They're like, this is what you get. Yeah. This is the natural consequence. <laughs> yes. So paying. I so, sing to you. It talks about honoring your father and mother and like what that means. So, so good. Give it a listen, parents. It's good. Now, you had mentioned to me mm-hmm. about science. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about the science behind positive reinforcement. Yeah. So um, studies show that positive consequences or positive reinforcement is a lot more effective at getting the behavior that you want from your kids than a negative consequence. Okay. So um, you can, like, for example, if you know that they are going to pitch a fit when you need to leave, um, saying something positive to them before you tell them you need to leave will more than likely give you a better outcome than they don't want to leave and then you give a consequence. So, for example, it would be like, you guys played so well together. Great job. Because you played so well together, we can get together again sometime. Mm -hmm. All right. Let me see you get your shoes on. Yes. And that that takes a lot of extra thought and um, self-control on your part. But so does dragging them out of the house if they limp noodle. Right. And so just, just kind of thinking through like what, ticks your kid off like what is their trigger and then before you get to that point giving them positive reinforcement like I'm really proud of you for how you did this today thank you so much and then it just it smooths things over for when you need to tell them something they may not want to hear that's good yeah nice try it all right so since it's March yes I know April is coming yeah which means Easter! Easter! Easter is on its way. Hey, hey! Easter is on its way. Um, so, I have a question for you. Okay. Oh, you of small children. <laughs> what are you putting in your... Okay, first off... What? I know not everyone does it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So don't judge me. But it can look like whatever you want it to look like. Correct, yeah. Also, can we not be excited and give gifts because it's Easter? Like, this is... as Believers in Christ. Mm-hmm. This is why we follow Jesus. It's just like Christmas. Because of Easter. Yeah. In my opinion, it should be celebrated even more. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he's no longer dead. He is risen. Right. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to be extravagant gift givers with Easter, mm-hmm. go for it. Yeah. Don't, what I'm trying to say, Lauren, <laughs> don't let the bunny steal your joy. True. We don't do the bunny, but we, we don't do, do the bunny either. Right. But, but we, like, we do. don't not yeah. do things because of the bunny. Right. So we gave Easter baskets to our kids, mm-hmm. but we just didn't tell them an Easter bunny brought it. Exactly. It's from me because yeah. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do the same thing. So what are some things that you put in your kids' basket? My kids are really into fuzzy socks right now. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, and thankfully Target Dollar Spot has oh, been having them. love the Dollar Spot. So they got some at Christmas, and they're like three bucks. So it's it's not um, out of reach. Um, right. They got some at Christmas. They got some for Valentine's Day. Um, they're obsessed with their fuzzy socks. They wear them around the house. Mm-hmm. So fun. Rosie also likes to wear them as mittens. Hysterical. <laughs> Which is funny. I think they just feel soft. Yeah. And so she likes them. And then we do candy. Um, and then we usually do like a book um, that's either like a, a Bible story type book or um, uh, just like a good character. Kind that's of, cool. Like building of character kind of book. There's some great Bible story sticker books. Oh, yeah. We would do – that for our kids. Fun. There's okay. some good ones. Um, and then She Reads Truth. Yes. 
has some great kid focus things yeah. for like Lent mm-hmm. and for Easter itself. Yeah. If There's you look, some good stuff. Yeah. And if you look on our um, Instagram page, we try to post different resources for you guys. So there will be like different things. If you wanted to buy something, there's lots of options on there um, for you to look through and see. That's so good. Yeah. It's been harder as my kids have gotten older. Okay. To like find okay. good things. We've done like Bibles mm-hmm. for them in the past. I do try to keep it like a religious, spiritual yeah. focus. Mm-hmm. Um, but we definitely do candy and things. Yeah. Um, and then Pris- Priscilla Schreier mm-hmm. has a good like young adult book series okay. that kind of reminds me of something like a Narnia or Lord oh, of cool. the Rings type. It's called um, Prince Warrior. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for Easter, like for a few in a row, Riley got a book, like a, a one of the books in that trilogy in the series okay yeah cool um and i'll probably that's why i was so excited about that she believed mm-hmm. book when i yeah when it creepily appeared in my instagram <laughs> um because i'll probably give that for Fun. lucy who's okay. nine but yeah. um yeah it's a great way i just you know as i've gotten older i thought well why wouldn't i want them to be excited yeah about easter and like go all out with it, it doesn't mean you know that you have to have chicks and you know and you can. And stuff. It, yeah. That's a springtime we thing, too. We always embrace the lamb. And I will also say, I have great memories of my mom always giving me a stuffed rabbit. Yeah. Um, In my Easter basket. And grew up, like, in a very religious home. Mm-hmm. And I never connected the rabbit stuffed animal. Right. To, like, not following Jesus. Yeah. For me, those pieces of it are more of a springtime thing. Yeah. Like, Things are being born. It's re- a time of renewal. Yep. Um. So yeah, decorate your Easter eggs. Do an Easter egg hunt. Now tell me what resurrection eggs are. Okay. This is like a countdown way that you would do like an advent calendar for Christmas. This is a way oh, to fun to count Start down twelve days out mm-hmm, for Easter. And what's in each egg? It tells the story of Jesus going to the cross. That's awesome. So it's the 12, usually the 12 stations of the cross. Um, That's so good. Yeah, you can make it, you can like DIY them. And we have a bunch of ideas again on our Instagram page. If you scroll through our story highlights, you'll see Easter. Um, They have like Lego ones. They have. um, So fun. Yeah, it's really cool. We love them. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Now we've come to one of my favorite parts in the podcast. Oh, our favorite. (laughs) <laughs> These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> All right. Lauren, yeah. tell me right now in time, what's one of your favorite things? Okay, you guys, we were in Israel and we were playing a game and we needed a pen for the game. And so I'm like asking people, can I have a pen? Can I have a pen? Michelle Marks handed me a pen and my life was forever changed. What? Yes. Tell me. It's a Sharpie pen, okay? And so, thank God when we got home, she bought them for me. But it's a Sharpie pen in medium with a 1.17 millimeter tip. And it writes like a Sharpie, but it doesn't bleed through. It doesn't? It doesn't bleed through. And Mm. it doesn't, you know how like sometimes with flare pens or even like other kind of felt tip. They spread out. They spread and like the, the felt tip it um, bends. Yeah. And so you get like little wisps of yeah. ink in different spots. They do not do that. And it, it is by Sharpie. Oh my goodness, you guys. Can you buy these anywhere? Yes. Yes, you can. Brilliant. They're amazing. They're black with a um, like a top. 
But again, okay. Sharpie pen in medium, 1.17 millimeter tip. Do they only come in black? Um, I don't know, actually. Maybe. I'm gonna have to look into that. Oh my goodness. I love it. Well, when you're at Target buying Lauren's pens, <laughs> look for this creamer. Okay. This is my favorite thing right now. Okay. Because I just saw my sister mm-hmm. in Iowa over the weekend. Okay. And I guess it deals with coffee. Oh, just love. like last month's. <laughs> She <laughs> has gotten me addicted to this creamer, y'all. Okay. But the problem is not everywhere sells it. Oh. But I think okay. the Richmond Central Target okay. sells it. It's what? by Oat Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an oat milk creamer okay. by Oat Yeah, and it's oatmeal raisin cookie flavored. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. But the problem is, as I'm sure there's a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> Yes. I'm going to have to look <laughs> at the nutrition facts and then make an educated adult decision. I don't put any rules on my coffee creamer. Everything else I'll put a rule on. Don't eat this. Don't eat that. Eat more of this. But my coffee creamer. It's so good, Lauren. Yeah. It, half of your coffee is going to be this creamer if you get it. <laughs> Just a warning. I started getting a little heavy handed with the bottle. Because it tastes so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. So, listeners. Guys. If you are out and you see this oat, yeah, oatmeal raisin creamer, mm-hmm. you need to tell me. Yeah, tell us where it lives. Okay. And then you should email us at Kara at hillcityrva.com. Mm-hmm. Why? And tell me where it is. <laughs> and just let us know you're listening. Yes. If you do, you could win some creamer mm-hmm. or you can win Sharpie pens. Guys, we offer this every single podcast. It and is so true. far, we're just waiting for someone waiting to give us a anxiously. comment. That's all we do. Or a question. We just sit in our homes with our email pulled up. And we hit refresh. All the time. Just waiting for comments, suggestions, critiques. Yeah. Do you want to hear about something? Do we sound ridiculous? Tell us. We want to hear from on? you. Hello? <laughs> the little thing won't let it Hello? make that noise. <laughs> there you go. Is this on? He's listening. <laughs> just tell us you're out there. You yeah. can just say hello out there. <laughs> you all are we, out there. <laughs> you could be entered to win a prize, guys. That's Come on. That's true. We want to give you things. Yep. Because we love you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. You guys are the best because you care, right? Yes. If you're listening to this, it means you want to be a great parent and you want to connect your kids and a growing relationship with Christ. And that's what we're all about here. Yes. So love you. Mean it. Love you.